Hey everybody, welcome to Signals from the Frontline. Your today solo stream brought to you brought to you by yours truly, Mr. Reese Robbins, aka Recio, on this uh beautiful day, my first day of being 40 years old. Sad, but at least I'm not dead. Yes, yesterday was my birthday. And true to form, turning 40, I had a, a kink in my neck. Had to do some yoga to try and work it out. But uh oh man, ain't getting older. Grand. Not really, but like I said, it's better than being dead. How's everybody doing in chat? Hope you're having a good day. Uh, for those of you listening to the podcast, if you hear me referencing people and that you don't hear, that's because they're joining us via live chat, which you can do um, with Twitch, Facebook, or YouTube. It's always fun to have people join in on the show to help move the conversation along and correct us when we inevitably make a mistake about something. And yes, I did have a great birthday. Thank you, everybody. My parents are in town and uh, we just hung out, uh, had a nice dinner, watched some Cobra Kai. Pretty chill, actually. I usually like to go out and do kind of a big uh, big night out on my birthday, but uh, didn't, didn't do anything this year because of COVID and just chilling. Had it, took it kind of easy. So if you're wondering why it's a solo stream today, I left the uh, streaming laptop at home. I brought it home for game night last week and left it there like a dummy. But as I said in the uh, pre-chat, I did bring donuts for everybody in the office. So I didn't feel like a total idiot. Um, At least I came bearing some gifts. But welcome to the show, number uh, 721 of Signals from the Frontline. Uh, Today we're going to talk about everything that happened in the last week in the Warhammer hobby, which is honestly... Not a lot went on, but we did get a Drakari rule sneak peek, which we'll talk about. And this uh, weekend coming up, we're going to get not one, but two Age of Sigmar battle tomes. We're going to get uh, Daughters of Cain, and we're also going to get Hedonites of Slanesh. So, looking pretty cool. Let's go ahead and dive in. Marcos turned 40 uh, a couple weeks ago in the chat. Congratulations to you. Happy birthday. And a lot of the other... Um, uh, People in the chat are had their birthdays or are wishing me a happy birthday, which is really nice. I appreciate it. Feeling okay for 40. I was dreading it. It was like when I turned 30. I was dreading turning 30, and then you turn 30, and you're like, whatever. It's not really much of a difference. And then turning 40 was the same thing. I was like, oh, I'm dead. I'm a corpse. I, uh, I can't believe I'm so old. And then you're like, ah, oh, whatever. It's just another day. Um, Anthony O'Dell turned 30. Well done. And uh, Grandfather81 is turning 40 this year, too. Congratulations. We're all still alive. Yay. (laughs) All right. Let's jump in and talk about what is going on. So, first of all, we have a brand new FLG mat. This one is called Lacone Peninsula. We tried to do something different besides name it Rock Green Water 1. So, I think we're making progress on our naming conventions. Uh, This is a very cool mat. Uh, Folks, kind of an exotic Maybe extraterrestrial or fantasy type setting, or it could just be, you know, a green water lagoon. Check it out. Uh, it is available at 21% off during the release period, which is going to last two weeks. If you think this is a cool mat, it's available in a wide variety of sizes. It can be used for a wide variety of games. We have it all the way up to 4x8, down to 24x14. Check it out. Pick it up if you dig it. We would appreciate the business, and you can save some money. Today is also the last day to take advantage of our previous promotion, which is Extraterrestrial Landscape. Turned out to be a really popular design. Quite a few people picked it up. Really cool mat. It looks like a 
color-adjusted NASA photo of a distant planet. I like it quite a bit. And that mat will be on sale through the end of the business day today, Wednesday, the 10th of February. So if you want to grab that, you want to make sure to do it. If you're listening to this on podcast or on YouTube, haha, too late. Should have got it sooner. Kill Team Stream, what's up, dude? I feel so bad. Kill Team Stream just joined us in chat. He worked his butt off making amazing trophies and terrain for the Kill Team event at the LVO. And then, of course, we had to cancel it this year uh, due to uh, COVID-19. So we had to push it forward. Sorry for all the hard work you did, Kill Team Stream. But eventually, people will get to see how rad it was. What the hell is this format, Martha Vias? It's a new chill format for signals. We're not going to be doing it all the time, but um, had to make do with the equipment that we had available to us this week. Got to keep the cogs oiled. Reformative Pilates says Phil Kelly rubbed my belly. Yeah, I just started doing uh, daily yoga. Anybody who's old like me, I can't recommend it enough. It makes such a difference with your mobility and, and your just your daily comfort. Uh, to highly, highly recommend it. You know, Pilates, yoga, just doing some stretching. You know, I was listening to uh, David Goggins' book, You Can't Hurt Me, which I highly recommend for anybody. Lots of foul language in it, but it's appropriate to the story. Um, he talked about how he started doing a deep stretching routine and how it, like, saved his athletic career. Kind of reminded me, I was like, yeah, I used to stretch every day. Started doing yoga, it's a world of difference. Like, I feel stronger when I'm lifting weights. I can, you know, I'm just more comfortable. So there's a good 40, 40 year old tip. Stretch, take care of your body. Uh, it's an investment that uh, will pay dividends. Kill Team Stream says it's all good. We can use it for the next event. Now I don't have to work as hard for the next time. Yep, that's true. Glass half full, baby. I dig it. Uh, Tomodachi was uh, 59 over here and I was freezing indeed. So we have two new Age of Sigmar Battle Tomes coming out this weekend, this uh, Saturday, which will be the let me see, until the 13th, which you can pick these up from Frontline Gaming, store.frontlinegaming.org, and you can do so at a discount with free shipping options within the continental United States. So we have the Heat Knights of Slanesh, which look really, really disturbing and cool. It's got like a Hellraiser kind of a vibe going on. It's very Slaneshi. I'd super dig it. The, they haven't released, they haven't revealed too much, and by they I mean Games Workshop, haven't revealed too much about the rules yet, but the models that they've showcased are really, really cool. As you can see, if you're watching with a visual component, um, the models are just spectacular. The new Sigvald, he looks like, like a lot of people have been saying, he looks straight up like a villain out of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I have to agree with that. Just spectacular. And um, I think this is going to be quite a popular faction just on the strength of the models alone. Really, really digging it. So keep a closer eye on the Warhammer community page. Of course, we will shamelessly poach some of the rules to repost over on Frontline Gaming so that people can comment on them and um, take a look at it. But uh, I'm really curious to see more of the rules. But the models and the art, 10 out of 10 so far. Uh, Justin Kiefer says, oh, yeah, Heat Knights, baby. Yeah, they're they're super badass. Um, Phil Kelly says, I might actually take up Sigmar when I get tired of getting my ass handed to me by local Death Card and Dark Angels players. 
Yeah, they're really, really strong. Um, I mean, I don't think anybody was surprised that Dark Angels were strong. Their codex is insane. They were good with the index. And uh, Death Guard, hilariously, some quote-unquote experts said they were nerfed. That was dumb. They're incredibly good. And uh, we had a local tournament here where a bunch of the staff went and played. And uh, one of our uh, teammates here, Aurelio, a.k.a. Leo, he won with uh, Dark Angels. Uh, won quite handily, and he's been been winning with uh, Dark Angels. They're they're kind of having their their moment in the sun. They haven't been good in quite a while, and as most of you know, I've been playing Deathwing, and man, they're they're super strong, really good, really good faction, very flavorful, and I, I feel the same way with Death Guard. So as more codexes come out, I think the parity between the different factions will level out. Um, you know, it's just. For better or for worse, that's the way 40K and Age of Sigmar do it. They come out with codexes or um, army books. And, you know, you get a little update here and there. So some, you know, factions languish in out-of-date mode for years. I don't, I don't think it's the best, you know, model for updating your game. But from a business perspective, it's really smart. Um... You know, you come out with a bunch of models, a book, sells really well, but then you have to wait forever unless you're Space Marines to get updated. So pros and cons, I've always I've always kind of preferred the model where they come out with a supplement book and it updates everybody. I don't know with 40k if that's even possible because there's so many factions now. You know, pros and cons, pros and cons to it. But um, I will say if you're a 40k player, your your army hasn't gotten updated yet for 9th edition. Hang in there. Everything I've seen, um, like, again, I'm no longer a playtester. I, I uh, had to take a break. I was getting a little burned out trying to do everything. Um, everything I've seen, the Xenos, you know, everybody, you're going to be really happy with what you get. It's just, you know, you just have to be patient. Um, Tomodachi says, keep tracing that meta dragon. Yep. And uh, Dark Angels are definitely, I think, probably the top of the pyramid right now in terms of power i think they're even better than blood angels i've played blood angels a couple times with my dark angels and i haven't had any trouble beating them um that's obviously anecdotal evidence doesn't prove anything beyond just what i've seen in my own experience but um i i I think dark angels are probably number one right now harlequins is the only army that's that's really soundly beat me um and i play deathwing so if you had a more balanced dark angels army i don't think it would be a problem uh, also taking a look at uh, Daughters of Cain, as you can see on your screen. Um, we've seen a little bit more of their rules. You know, I, I haven't played Age of Sigmar in a while, so I'm not going to try and make any expert commentary on it. But um, they look really cool, in my non-expert opinion. And they're getting sort of the Space Marine chapters treatment, where you're they're getting lots of little sub-factions, which, you know, I think is brilliant. I think every army in 40k and Age of Sigmar should have this. Gives you extra flavor, gives you more options. So the Daughters of Cain are getting the ability to pick like a sub faction within the Daughters of Cain. I think it's great. Um, every you know modern Age of Sigmar army has been getting this as well. You know, with the free cities, you could pick your city, etc., uh, etc. Et I think it's really cool. And the Daughters of Cain models are brilliant. I have a bunch of them for D and D. Can't wait to see more of them on the tables. So two super exciting armies coming out for Age of Sigmar. Again, if you want to pick these up from Frontline Gaming, we always appreciate the business. You can do so store.frontlinegaming.org and get them at a discount.
Uh, been to uh, been a Dark Angels player since Rogue Trader says Martha Vias. Well, your day has come. Your day has come. I, I have been a Dark Angels player since uh, the very beginning of Second Edition. So just a little, maybe a year or two less than you. Um, they were my first army, and I wouldn't say my favorite army, but I've always really liked them. Aussie Jedi says, "Now you aren't a tester. Can you tell us the Dark Angels secret?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny in playtesting, we did not see the lore. That was a totally separate um, deal. So it's, you know, when you're playtesting, you're playtesting the rules. And I think it's smart. You compartmentalize the different things so that if you do have a leak, you don't leak too much. So um, so I don't know the secret. I think we all kind of know the secret, but we don't, you know, I don't know anything more than anybody else does. Uh, Axis of Entropy says he too played uh, Dark Angels in second edition. Yeah, man, that Dark Angels captain second edition was my first model where he's holding the sword. They've since remade the model. Where he's holding the sword with the winged helmet. Still have it, still in the store here at Frontline Gaming. Just such a dope. Such a dope model with such a commanding pose. I really like it. Ozzy Jedi says he was joking. Ah, well. It's like, I'm dumb. I fall for these jokes sometimes. Um... But yeah, I, the one thing I am disappointed with is that they've been t- they've been hinting at both uh, the Lion and Russ and Fulgrim since like seventh edition, and I'm just like, where are they? Come on, G Dubs, hit us with another Primark right in the vein. Arr, I want it so bad. I just don't. I don't know what the delay is. Um, you know. I just every, I think everybody wants another Primark bad. And like if the pattern holds true, we should get another Loyalist Primark. So the Lion or Russ would be so dope. Like, come on, give it to us. Dang it. But um I, I'm sure we'll get it sooner or later. It's just it's been like a long time now. Um come on. Come on. Uh Playtest Lore Ben Schmuller. Yeah, there actually there is a there is a lore team as well. Um Mr. Ben Schmuller. Um, I can't go too deep into how everything works, but um, there there is a team that also gives feedback on the Lord being faithful to canon. Um, so I think that's great. I, I, I commend GW fully for bringing outside help in because there's a lot of fans that are just like, you know, all of us, super mega fans, and then being able to apply that knowledge and help help give feedback on something that you love is... It's a dream come true for a lot of people. And I feel like I did my duty on the front lines. Frankie and I were in there since the beginning of, um, of this last effort for several years. We did, our, we did our tour of duty, and now we stand back and let other people go in and get their chance at it. Because um, it's a lot of work. It's a big commitment. All right, let's take a look at the new Drukari sneak previews that we kind of just randomly got out of nowhere, which is really exciting. Um, we're seeing the upgrade, uh, updated profile for Cabalite Warriors. A lot of people have been bitching and moaning about this. Like, ah, this isn't enough. And I'm like, shut up. God. It's like your dad and mom and dad gave you a car when you turned 16. And you're like, well, it's not a sports car. It's like, jeez. You just can't please people sometimes. It's really annoying. So it's like your armor got 50% better. Go from a 5-up to a 4-up, which I think is appropriate considering the fact that they're covered head-to-toe in armor, and they got an extra attack. And is it like, oh, are you going to be, you know, beating the crap out of a 
heavy intercessor? No, but you're also probably going to be dramatically cheaper in points. And it's a dramatic improvement. 50% better armor, 100% better offense in melee. What's to complain about? Um, so I don't, I don't know. It's always funny to me when people bitch about getting something, but it's not enough. It's like, geez Louise, can you take a step back and just be thankful that you got something better? And, you know, if you ever have feedback on what you think could be better or, or, or if you think there's another change that could be made, go, go over to the Games Workshop Facebook page and politely, you know, in a manner in which you would wish to be spoken to, express your opinion. They do pay attention to it. And if you have a good idea and enough people back you up, it'll be, it'll be seen. Um, but in the meantime, this is obviously an improvement. Uh, Tomodachi says, huge nerf for Dark Eldar. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know you're teasing, but it's just, it's funny. Yeah, exactly. It's all upside, all upside. And if the points are correct, if they're pointed in a, a, a com- if their points are competitively um, pointed for <laughs> allow myself to introduce myself, uh, they're, they're going to be a really solid troop choice. I think that uh, people should be happy with it, uh, in my opinion. But, you know, hey. Also, we got to see the updated Splinter Cannon. Again, a lot of people bitched about this, but it's clearly better than it was, in my opinion. So you got two damage, heavy three, AP one. A lot of people were bitching about it. Like, oh, for infantry, it's heavy. And I'm like, who was taking Splinter Cannons on units of warriors anyway? Like, nobody was doing that. On Venoms, they're going to be baller. So the AP one is clearly, it's a dramatic improvement. And then two damage is amazing for the Space Marine meta that we live in. In my opinion, it's a dramatic improvement because you're taking lots of Venoms. The Venoms just got better. Just if it only got AP1, it got better. So in my opinion, this is a a considerable improvement. It also makes them a lot different than the other poison weapons that you have. And your warriors are still going to be taking blasters. So stop crying. I've been watching a lot of Cobra Kai. I just want to go off. (laughs) But um, I identify with Johnny. <laughs> Great show, by the way. If anybody hasn't watched it, it's super duper good. Not only for the 80s nostalgia, just it's just a good show. Um, Axis of Entry says it's a poison-heavy bolter. Yeah, totally is. Uh, Elder have been needing solid non-rack troop choice. System and Notch Express, I agree. A lot of it's going to come down to the points, but if they're pointing correctly, I think Warriors are going to be awesome. Uh, Kill Team Stream says he's just happy to be here. Well, we're happy to have you. Um... Marcos Castellanos says he loves Cobra Kai. Yeah, it's such a good show. I'm still in season one, but I've been I've been loving it. It's really, really good. Uh, Tomodachi Express just gives him hope for a shuriken, shuriken cannons. I think shuriken cannons are okay. Um, you know, really all the, the high rate of fire weapons either need to go the heavy bol- bolter route where they do two damage, like with splinter cannon, or they just need more shots. I always thought it was strange that like, like a heavy bolter, which is supposed to be like a rapid fire, you know, well, grenade launcher, so to speak. But like, or like a heavy stubber, it's supposed to be like a 50 cal. That thing should be like heavy six or something like that. Like the number of shots was always too low on those to reflect what they're supposed to be doing, in my opinion. Um, but, uh, well, you know, GW's improving a lot of these mainstay weapons and they're getting a lot better. Uh, Phil Kelly wrote my belly. I haven't watched WandaVision yet, but I've heard nothing but good things. So have to check it out. Uh, and then we also see saw an updated profile for Incubi. Uh, Incubi, of course, being the elite choice that have 
like some of the dopest models in 40k, cool lore, badass art, but they, the rules in yeah, they've always been kind of like middling to okay. Um, now they're getting a pretty considerable boost. Now this is old information, but we'll talk about it here since it's apropos to the Drukari update. Um, weapon skill two, three attacks base, and then their uh, the weapons are. Uh, they're plus one strength, and I believe they do two damage. Yeah. So, uh, and then uh, AP3, they're plus two strength. So, really, really significant boost to these guys. They're going to be space marine killers, which is what they always should have been. Um, lots of attacks. They're going to be wounding on fours or threes, uh, largely ignoring armor. Going to be doing enough damage to one shot a lot of space marines. So, and they're hitting on twos too, which is freaking baller. So I think the Incubi look like they're going to be able to do their job, right? Their job is to go in and kill uh, heavy infantry. Looks like they're going to be able to do it. That's awesome. Bra bravo to GW, right? Because they're such sick. They're, they're just so cool, right? Like they're like, they should be on the cover of some like Norwegian black metal band, you know, like even the name is great. Um, so hopefully they, they, they perform as expected on the tabletop. Their stats definitely look like they're gonna they're gonna get it done. Yeah, their strength plus two AP three two damage. So sounds sounds great to me. What's up, Eric? How you doing in chat? Uh, was the box of Dark Eldar just a reboxing? Asks Matt. Uh, asks Matt. Yeah, GW has been reboxing a lot of kits uh, lately for more modern boxing, and then sometimes they're changing the number of models in there and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, it was just a reboxing. It's not a new, they haven't recut the sprue. To my knowledge, I could be wrong, but I don't think it's a new sprue. All right, so um, an exciting new product we've been talking about lately is the FLG 40K Events 2021 Express Pass. Besides a long name, or Express Pass for short, uh, what it is, is it's sort of our way of trying to offset the ass kicking that we're taking for our events business with COVID. Uh, we've gone oh, basically a year now with no events, and that's really brutal for our business. And it sucks for everybody else. Um, and it stinks. So we were trying to think, like, what's a way we can try and generate some revenue with tickets, but also be fair to the customer to make it COVID-proof um, and to give them to a good value. And so we brainstormed for a long time, and then we came up with this idea to sell the Express Pass, which basically what it is, is you pay... 220 bucks up front. It saves you an average of like 23.5% off the cost of three individual 40K event tickets. So it saves you almost 25%. And then you get early access to three 40K events of your choice through the end of 2022. Between now and then, we have 14 major events uh, booked. So all over the country. So you buy the pass, and then let's say for the LVO 2022, before everybody else, along with the high rollers at the same time as them, you get a chance to grab a ticket for whatever 40K event you want. So, so for SoCal Open, which I think is safe, it's not going to be on the other side of COVID, I hope, this year, you'll get to get a ticket for it before everybody else. You know, and the same for uh, the, the wide array of events that we have planned, which I'll go over here so everybody has an idea of what, what they get. So it's a really good deal. You get to get a ticket before everybody else. It helps us out. You save money. 
Hopefully it's a win all around. They've been selling well and we're actually starting to run low on them. So if you want one, please grab one. And to give you an idea of how many events we have booked for uh, 2021, some of them aren't going to be able to happen this year already. And they're getting pushed into 2022, 2023. And uh, some of these, I think... I'm. I'm kind of hoping that, you know, summertime we're back to running events of some nature. You know, we'll have to see. And obviously we're going to play it safe. But um, to give you an idea of how many events that we have booked out now for every year, we've got the LVO, which all of you know and love, I hope. Uh, we're going to have an event in North Carolina. We're going to be announcing that very shortly. We've got the Bay Area open, uh, which is in San Francisco, obviously. We've got the Atlantic City Open, which is surprisingly in Atlantic City, which is near New York, New Jersey. For those of you who are unfamiliar with it, it's a really, really killer location. That event is going to be uh, really big once it starts to get a little momentum. Uh, we've got the Las Vegas Team Tournament here in Las Vegas. All That is only a 40K team event. We've got the Lone Star Open, which is going to be taking place in Texas. And we've got the SoCal Open, which is in San Diego. And finally, we got the New Orleans Open, which obviously is in New Orleans. That's going to be a really cool event. So the 40K Express Pass gives you access to any 40K event at any of those um, majors, and you get to pick what you want. You could go to the 40K Narrative, the 40K Friendly, you know, whatever, and you get it before everybody else at a discounted price. So if you want to get one, um, they're probably only going to be sale for, up for sale for a couple more weeks here before they sell out. Grab one, thank you, and enjoy the savings and the no-stress uh, ability to grab a ticket before everybody else. Henry Rollins is in the chat. I got to say, big fan, big fan of your work with the Henry Rollins band in Black Flag. Thank you for being such a icon of punk and also a really good actor and thinker. Of course, probably not the real Henry Rollins, but I just wanted to say that anyway. All he wants is a Pepsi. I love it. Another great punk song. Was that Black Flag? I thought that was uh, Suicidal Tendencies. That was that song was from. Uh, correct me in the chat. Uh, Tomodachi Express says, come on, Hawaii Open. Uh, that would be really cool, but um, there's already some really good events. Amory uh, out there in Hawaii runs a really, really good event that um, I was going to come to again this year. I went in 2019, but... Um, that's, yeah, hopefully it'll happen this year. We'll see. But um, that's a really good event. Marcus is going to come to the Lone Star Open. Awesome. Uh, North Carolina asks Eric. Cool. Um, yes, we're going to reveal that one pretty soon. Uh, that That's going to be a very, very cool event. It's in, in a beautiful location. Um, the Annihilator, do these count for the high roller packages? No, they do not. They don't, they don't replace a package deal. It's just for a 40K ticket. And the reason that we had to do that is because we really only have package deals at like the LVO right now and they cover a lot of different stuff. So there's no parity between that and the other events. So we had to keep it simple and keep it just the 40K events. Um, and then you know, the pricing is different and all that stuff. Uh, Axis of Entropy, that's a funny question. I'm not going to read that one <laughs> out on live stream, but I'm sure other people in the chat can answer you, can uh, answer that for you. Ozzy Jedi was was fool. He thought it was really Henry Rollins. I wish if Henry Rollins actually the real Henry Rollins came on our our stream, I would be absolutely thrilled. I don't think he plays 40k, but maybe he does. 
Uh, hi, X Fleet Fearless says, can't wait until COVID lifts. We can drive down to Vegas and see the new F, uh, the location, maybe play some games. Yeah, the, the storefront here in Boulder City is not gigantic. Like we've been, well, the st- like our facility is really big here in uh, Boulder City, Nevada. But um, the whole play space that we had dedicated, we had a whole like two, about a thousand square feet of play space, which is decent size. Um, we've converted it all into, uh, manufacturing and warehousing space because when COVID hit, we're like, well, we can't, we literally can't use this space. And we just converted it into something that was actually useful instead of just paying rent on it and sitting here doing nothing. So right now our play space is tiny because we still aren't even open to the public, uh, for the, for the front frontline gaming, um, storefront. So I would say don't, I mean, I, if you come to Vegas, you want to stop in and say hello, of course you're welcome. If you want to buy something, the store's open, of course you're welcome. When um, when we get on the other side of that, we're still not, we still don't have customers coming in and out. Um, but if you're making a trip out here to come play games, I would say that that's probably not the best idea um, because our play space is a warehouse right now. Like the one table we have is surrounded by boxes. <laughs> of course, once we're on the other side of COVID, that'll change. But for now... I would say don't don't plan a trip because it wouldn't be the best use of your time. Institutionalized Tomodachi Express, that was the song. And that the band was suicidal tendencies. Uh when is the New Orleans open? Asks Kill Team Stream. It is in early December, which we have been told is a really good time of the year to visit New Orleans. Uh you need Kill Team and New Orleans Open. Uh ask Kill Team Stream. So the New Orleans Open, we're going to run a poll among the community to see what events they want to see. We don't have a lot of space at the New Orleans Open. So it's right in the heart of New Orleans. Um, space is not cheap there. So it's not, the venue is not huge. So we're trying to decide what we want to do. We probably will not have a lot of events at the New Orleans Open. Um, we're contemplating how we want to structure it. Do we want it to be a 40K team tournament? Do we want to do like a 40K champs, AOS champs? Um, if we can run kill team, that'd be wonderful. But it's um, that event space is at a premium because New Orleans, such a badass city that being like right in the heart of the mix and the, you know, the French quarter and all that fun stuff. Um, it's not, it's not cheap and they don't, there's not a lot of big venues to, to work out of. Now, Atlantic City Open, the venue's huge, right? So, like, looking at Kill Team there would totally make sense. Um, some of the other events have more space, but uh, the New Orleans Open does not. Uh, but the venue is beautiful. It's right across, it's right near the World War II Museum that they have there, which is one of the best in the country. Um, more time for beignets. Yeah, exactly, Marcos. So yeah, we haven't put any of the tickets on sale yet, rat paste. Um, we're waiting to do that until COVID chills out a little bit. We are selling the express pass right now because that will be good all the way through the end of 2022. So the goal right now is to tentatively put tickets up for sale for the Atlantic City Open in March with very clearly communicating the fact that we're not sure the event's going to happen. The refund policy is very robust. We just we want to make sure that we communicate clearly and are transparent to any potential attendees that like we're not sure 
it's going to work, go down. Um, and we want to make sure the people that are going to buy a ticket understand how the whole process is going to work. Um, but yeah, we've been delaying selling tickets because we want to see, you know, how the wind is blowing on COVID. Um, thanks, Wolf Priest Carl. Glad you liked the new logos. Yeah, we're rebranding everything to make it. We want it, we want everybody to be able to see an FLG event and know it's an FLG event just by looking at the logo. Um, yeah, we're running a ton of events. We have eight majors per year right now, and we, we might actually add a ninth. Uh, Tomodachi Express as well as these events. How is Kicker not gone completely insane? Well, thankfully, Kicker is made of energy. He's like Dr. Manhattan. Uh, he's like pure energy. And he's learning as he's going. And, you know, we're, we're helping teach him and guide him. And actually having COVID has actually been a benefit. If, like, it's been horrible, obviously. But there's been a benefit in that regard, uh, specifically in regards to helping teach Kick, Kicker how to, to do this because it's a very complicated job. Um, it's made it so that we have a little bit more time to, to, in a low pressure environment to teach him. Um, otherwise, if we had, if it was like full blast right now, which I wish it was, but if it was for kicker, it would be very hectic and overwhelming. Uh, Artemis, Steve, thank you for online gaming and getting to tune in live from Mexico. Hola amigo. I love Mexico. I wish I could go down and visit. Um, I'm glad to have someone joining us from uh, one of my favorite countries. Uh, lots of sugary breakfast cereals, says Kicker. Um, yeah, so anybody who has any questions about events, anything, uh, you can direct those Kicker's way, and then he'll throw his email up in the chat. Um, and he is he is transitioning into being the uh, head of events for Frontline Gaming. He'll be he'll be the man. So if you are a vendor, you want to run an event, you have an idea for a venue for um, a new FLG event, any of that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, Kicker just threw his. Uh, um, email in their frontline gaming, frontline gaming events at gmail.com. Um, we have a forwarding address, but it's not working yet. I'm the tech guy. Clearly not very good at my job, but I reach out to him and he'll help you out. And within, you know, a, a year, he's going to be like the guy running all of the events. So reach out and he is happy to answer any of your questions. All right, let's take a look at some of our recently completed uh, commissions from the FLG Paint Studio. The FLG, uh, oh yeah, before I, um, let me interrupt myself. Dylan's been run, running the uh, night joust, or he has in the past. He hasn't always been available because of family stuff. The night joust is one of the coolest events we've run. Thank you for that idea, Dylan. Super fun. Anybody that runs events out there, I recommend adding it to your lineup. It's so easy, so low impact, and it's fun. Rad paste. You can be the tech, you can be our tech priest. Because all the tech stuff, almost all of it I've done. And I'm self-taught and I'm, I'm mediocre at best <laughs> with all that, all the websites, all that stuff. I've made all that. Um, so if, if you ever notice something's not working, that's why. Um, anyway, uh, FLG Paint Studio. Uh, so we're really excited. We've taken a portion of our, uh, uh, our local painters in-house. So what that means is that we do have uh, some full-time uh, painters that come in, punch the clock, work here every day. Super stoked to have them, the FLG Paint Studio. And um, they have been cranking out some amazing work. So consider us for your next commission. Um, we would love to have you. So take a look at some of these amazing uh, pictures of commissions that have recently come out of our paint studio. Um, these are some uh, Ozark Bone Reapers are called Necropolis Stalkers, if I remember correctly. Very cool models. Um, we have 
And if you're listening, just use your imagination or head over to flgpainstudio.com and you can take a look at some of the artwork. Uh, we also have these very, very cool, or this very cool Celestin Prime, amazing paint job, such a good um, centerpiece model. Very, very cool. We have a giant commission we'll be doing, Angry Marines. Super funny and fun, lighthearted, but really good paint job. Um, we added some more primary stuff to these Angry Marines chapter that we've been painting for this customer whose army's huge now. It's really cool. Also some Adeptus Titanicus models. This one, funnily, funny enough, a lot of people commented on the basing because there's some big corn growing from out of the base. I love it. Uh, giant corn stalks. He's on an aggro world. Very, very cool. And then some full-size Imperial Knights uh, to uh, Castellans. Gorgeous models. Check us out. Happy to get your stuff painted up. And of course, check out the other podcasts on the Frontline Gaming Podcast Network. The latest episode of the very popular and new podcast, 40K Game Changers, just came out where he talks, Steve talks of Winners SEO. And of course, we have Chapter Tactics, the ever popular Art of War, Art of War Down Under. Lots of good content on the FLGN. When it comes to that web stuff, I'm a Luddite, says Eric Schoenholz. Excellent vocabulary. I read that the other day and I had to look it up. I was like, the hell is a Luddite? And I looked it up. I'm impressed. It's a good job. It's uh, it's good to you to flex your vocabulary because the internet has literally made us not dumber, but uh, the, the the amount of words in common usage since the internet has gone dramatically down. Um, a lot of people are starting to go back to communicating with like hieroglyphics with like memes and um, emojis and stuff, which I do too. I think it's closer to the way people think, but it's a, it's a little alarming how much fewer words are used in English in common usage than were 20, 30 years ago. Um, it's very interesting. I uh, can't wait for more sisters, chaos space Marines, and maybe Nids is Apex King. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really hoping to see Nids and guard Nids guard orcs have always been my favorite armies. Um, and I'd love to see them to get an update because Guard are really pretty struggling, kind of struggling right now. They've only got like a handful of units that, in my opinion, are working. Although someone like Brandon Grant could probably do a better job of that than me. Um, Tomodachi Express, people are getting dumber, less intelligent. Yeah, it's it's interesting, you know. Um, the, the internet has changed the way we communicate. Uh, and that's you know, I'm not saying anything everybody doesn't know. Um, it's just, it is, it's interesting. It's interesting to see how things have changed. Um, bu -bu -bum. the most recent episode of Chapter Tactics was awesome, says Kicker. Yeah, Pablo is always doing a good job with that. Um, Angry Means the only Space Marines chapter that is worth having. Every other Space Marines chapter is just a bunch of blankety blanks, says Four Force. Yeah, the Angry Means are very funny, and it's always cool to work on a project like that. Uh, Dylan says he's reading the new Alfarius book, and wow, does it shake the Horus Heresy to the core. I'll have to check that out. So many of the Horus Heresy novels are hit or miss. Um, I've said this a million times on this podcast, but what a missed opportunity. I was so disappointed with the way Horus turns to chaos. Ugh. He has a bad dream, gets poked with a magical knife, and then he goes bad. Lame. Lame. Tomodachi Express says, when is, or asks, when is Kicker going to go on Chapter Tactics to talk about all the new events? Yeah, it's a good idea. We should definitely have him on um, some of the podcasts to talk about that. Definitely. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for joining me for this solo cast. I hope you enjoyed it. Weren't too bored. 
going in rapid reverse order of all the notes that I covered. Uh, hope you had a great week and enjoy your weekend. Thank you for joining me. Hopefully I didn't bore you. And uh, until we speak again next Wednesday when it'll be Frankie and I, happy gaming. Thanks for joining me. And we will see you all next time.